1: That well the press is full of shit.
0: Hello, yes. Welcome back to the dudes who bet sports show, everybody. Happy to have everybody with you. We have breaking news. Actually, it happened yesterday, but it's still breaking news in our world. Papa Dude, you've joined
1: Twitter of some sort. What do you what do you think of Twitter so far? Oh, that's the breaking news. Yeah, that is. Well, it's about like I thought it'd be. <laughs>
0: That's all right. Let's see. Quickly, you've gotten, let's see how many followers you have now.
1: Do you know? Uh, 40, maybe.
0: Let's see. Let's see how many followers you have now. something like that. uh, Let's see. You've had it two days, and you're up to 42. 42 42. followers. Yes. Very famous people. Kelby
1: Von Hemel now following you.
0: Very famous.
1: I I got a notice on on, uh, Kelby. Yes, Michael Myers. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of fun uh, following other people. Yeah, I knew you would
0: like that. You're going to start getting a lot of your news from Twitter um, because that's where all the reporters are, and that's that's how they yeah. they uh, you know respond. So uh, yes, Paul has Paul is a, a follower of yours. Uh, Aaron Mattingly follows you. Dennis mm-hmm. is following you. Man, yeah. look at you,
1: Miranda. So we- Sylvain, Sylvain, whatever. Yes, yes, he's following as well. Yeah, yeah, Dr. Miranda. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Bunch of people. Chris Plank, <laughs> the, the world guess,
1: famous. Yeah, I guess a bunch of people that don't have anything else to do, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, Magic follows you as well. So plenty of followers of
0: Papa Dude on Twitter. If you haven't yet, he's on there, folks. Uh, Papa Dude is on Twitter. So make sure. Well, oh, yeah.
1: I mean, I've, I've, uh, put out a couple of gems, and I haven't got much reaction. It's kind of disappointing. So. Well,
0: let's see. Yeah. Um, let's see what you did. I exited out of it here. Well, you had a you had a, a uh, take on the Mannings. You do not want to see the Mannings. Um,
1: no, I, I just don't know what's the purpose. <laughs> <I don't
0: know. laughs> yeah, well,
1: let's see. That's not going to be a popular one. People like that, so they're not going to. I, I, I like the Mannings a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm just not into watching them tell me what's going on. I don't care.
0: Yeah. You've,
1: uh... Okay. I'm just going to say, I think it's very childish.
0: Okay. Well, there I you go. Do.
1: Well, you don't I mean like that's either. I don't, I don't love it. No, I could live without it for sure. Yeah. Um, don't care that Eli and Peyton like each other and they pick on each other all the time. I think that's stupid, but that's just me. So
0: yeah. The Caleb Williams was on good morning America that you were not happy about that.
1: No, that's the, dun- I, I don't, you find that odd. I I didn't know why he was on. I didn't watch
0: it, but I thought, why is, why would he be on there? That's very that's, weird. Uh, yes. He's
1: not done anything. That's what I don't understand. It's gotta be uh there's gotta be some sort of connection between uh usc yeah um good morning america right that's the only thing i think robin roberts you know who robin roberts is right i do did she go to usc maybe i'm thinking maybe she she did i don't know and i like her too and i like good morning america i don't have a problem with it i just thought it was odd that a college football player is on there who had never done anything
0: I thought it was odd. I thought it was very odd as well. Uh, I, I thought you were making it up, honestly, when you said it, but you you weren't. I, I saw like a little video clip of it. Well, too, I, right?
1: if I hadn't been on Twitter, I wouldn't have known he was on there. But I this just- new phone case and new screen. Thank you. Thank you, man.
0: That's, that is service right there. I'm on the air and look at yeah. this, she did it all. Amazing. Wow. Um, okay, <laughs> Papa Dude, do you follow Nicole the Jockey on Twitter? I do not. Magic thinks you ought to do that.
1: Okay. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll let him
0: explain why he thinks you need to do that. Okay. And does Papa Dude follow Hausen, Dan Hausen on no, Twitter? And I don't need to do that. So, <laughs> no. yeah. all right. Well, if people were wanting it, we made it happen. Well, you made it happen. You did it on your own. I was, I, I was, did. It
1: wasn't, it was pretty cool. I thought I was, I didn't know what I was doing for a long time. I did it in steps. You know, I figured out how to put on what I am, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Uh, that. I, yeah. Uh, I, before we close the Caleb Williams things, I wish the OU people would just get over it. <laughs> just get over it. It's done. <laughs> We're better off, folks. And Lincoln Riley's making an ass out of himself. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, let it go. We are better off. We got rid of some problems. And I think Caleb Williams was one of them. I really <laughs> do. I think he was – I I admire him. I think he's well-spoken, very intelligent. I don't think he gave a shit whether he was at Oklahoma or not. I just don't, so.
0: No, I think think he made a business decision. It sounds like he got a really nice NIL deal with Beats um, with Dr. Dre, who is a big supporter of USC. And I think he probably knew that was going to happen when Lincoln Riley got there. And I think the only thing that I kind of hated is I think they knew – for a
1: while, where he was going, and they waited to announce. Yeah, him. I don't get that. Yeah, it, I think we don't need to be mad anymore. It's no. done. Mm-hmm. Let's just move on. And like I tweeted, how about that? I just said that. <laughs> like I tweeted, he. Okay, what did he do in the two biggest games of the year? I mean, Baylor, he was god awful, and yeah, they got pulled from the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. We were behind at the half at Kansas. He was absolutely pathetic in that almost the whole game. He wasn't any good. Yeah. And at Oklahoma State, he was spotty. He did a lot of good things. Uh, you know, he played all right down there. But I mean, he's not Superman, he's not proven he can do anything. So we
0: had under a hundred yards passing at home against Iowa State. That's another absolutely one. I forgot that. He was awful in that game, too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. So I mean, for a kid that has played what seven and a half games, something like that, Mm -hmm. to be on Good Morning America, (laughs) it was a slow news day, folks.
0: The bloom really fell off the roads the last three games. They were, he was playing great. And and take the Kansas game for what it was, nobody played any good in that game. And then the Baylor game, and then Iowa State, we won, but we were awful. And then obviously. The game in Oklahoma State, so
1: yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm not that upset yeah. about it. Uh, I think like you need to also take into consideration he didn't have any coaching either.
0: Well, that's true, and now he's going to USC where he has the same coach. Exactly. So, so. all right, all right. We're gonna move on since yep. we've moved on from Caleb Williams. You could tell we keep talking about no, it. We're I gonna have. move on, and, and we're gonna we're gonna do this game called the Super Bowl. That's right, the finally, the final uh NFL game of the year is upon us. I've got it pulled up Whoop! now on the website. By the way, every day you can go get Papa Dude's best bets and parlays for the NBA and college basketball. He's got those up there uh, right now. You also get free picks from all of us for all the games uh, on NHL, NFL, NBA, and NCAA basketball going on right now. But I'll click on Papa Dude's freshly pr- uh, printed article, as we'll call it. It's Super Bowl day. The Bengals and the Rams right now. The Rams are a four-point favorite. They were four-and-a-half, but now they're down to four. Some books have them at three-and-a-half, actually, right. as well. So that line is going down. But the Rams, the Bengals, it's finally here, Papa Dude. All right. What are we thinking about this
1: game? Well, as is, is everybody else kind of – I always feel this way because of the extra-week layoff. It's kind of a letdown to me. I just – you know, I've kind of gotten out of the football mode. Do you feel that way too? I mean, yeah,
0: I do. It, I've
1: always, yeah, go on.
0: I always feel that way with the uh, college football national championship too. Yeah, it's
1: so far removed from the regular yeah.
0: season, you kind of get out of the mood.
1: You know, and and these playoffs have been the best I can remember as far as the quality of the games. We were on such a high, and then you take a whole week off, and you forget about mm-hmm. what's going on. I really think the NFL uh, needs to play this game. The very next week i i really do and then they have it and then then you could always highlight that wonderful pro bowl uh <laughs> on this sunday yeah right know. yeah so anyway getting into this i i uh, i couldn't find a whole lot of differences as i went through uh these uh, matchups to be honest um quarterback do you see much difference
0: no, I think quarterback pretty evenly matched in this spot.
1: Yeah. I think both of them
0: very, very good. Stafford has yeah. the experience, but not the playoffs slash Super Bowl experience, but he does no. have the overall experience. Edge. He's
1: played more. He's taken more snaps and that's mm-hmm. it.
0: Yeah. Uh, as
1: far as. Uh,
0: yeah, well, just to, to, to interrupt you real quick, you yeah. could probably make a case. Joe Burrows played in bigger games than Matt Stafford. I think you're right. When I think you think, right. when you look at it as a whole, and where Joe Burrow went to college and the success mm-hmm. they had. Yep. Those are bigger games than Matt Stafford's been in.
1: Yeah, I, I think you could make a, an argument that they have an advantage at quarterback. I do. but Probably you- overall is a little, at this point, his career has
0: more upside. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I think it's close,
1: though. Yeah, it is. And that's why I didn't give an advantage to either side. Running back, I don't think there's an issue there. I think Cincinnati's got an edge. Mm-hmm. Nixon. I think uh I would not be surprised to see them give him a bigger role in this game mm-hmm. because they've got to run the ball. Have they to. have to be able to run the ball. If they can run the ball, then that's going to set everything else up. And also it'll cut down on the pass rush from uh, the Rams. So I kind of think you're going to see him in an expanded role. And I wouldn't be surprised to see them throwing the ball to him or P out of the backfield. Like they did. At Kansas City, so I think you're going to see a little bit of that. Receivers, uh, you got to give I think the advantage to the Rams, but it's not one sided by any chance, uh, stretch. The the Cincinnati receivers are good, but when you got when you got Cup, and I hate to say this, I I really do, but Beckham has helped them. Mm-hmm. He really has. He's playing well. He he's he's fit in. Uh, L.A. probably suits him a little better than where he was at. So I like I like the Rams there. And offensive line, it's always hard for me to rate that very much. Uh, defensively, I thought the Bengals were fantastic in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. They played a lot to me. So going through all that, I think this is going to be a, a heck of a game. I really do. Uh, there's no home field advantage, even though the game is played in L.A., There's just not, except the Rams don't have to travel. But they may have more distractions because the game is there. Uh, You want my prediction? I do. I'm going Bengals. I'm taking them. They proved it to me. And I know you're going Rams, and that's fine, because this is a toss-up game, in my opinion. And the reason I'm going with the Bengals, they impressed me so much in Kansas City with that comeback. Mm -hmm. And that was my question on them. Were they ready for this moment? And I don't know how you're going to get a bigger moment than what they had in Kansas City. They were beat. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm picking them. Uh, I don't really care who wins. I really don't. I think I can really sit back and enjoy it. I really do. And that's my goal. So tell us what you're thinking. What's your thought? Okay. So here's the deal. I think
0: that I think there's one key to the game and that's the Cincinnati running game. They have to run it, and they have to run it well. The way I look at it, Cincinnati defense, they're going to give up enough points to, to where the Rams are going to have a shot to win if the Rams defensive front is able to handle uh, the Bengals. And that's that's the key. Mm-hmm. So can they protect Joe Burrow? Shouldn't, they shouldn't be able to. They haven't been able to the whole playoffs, and now they're ta- they're facing the best front that they faced. So if they wreak havoc, it's they're not going to be able to score enough points to win this game. They're just not. But how do you how do you counteract that? You run the ball and mm-hmm. come out and run and run and run. That's going to take Joe Burrow out of it a little bit. But that's their that's their uh, way to win is run the they ball. Got the that can do it. They do. But do they have a line that can really block them up? I'm know. not I'm not sure. I really think that's. You said, "Hey, I don't see a lot of uh, mismatches, or I think it's pretty even. I think that's the one matchup—the defensive front for the Rams versus the offensive line for the Beng- Bengals. I think that's going to be the big key. I think the Rams will be able to control the line of scrimmage on defense, and if they can, and they keep from giving them points, I think they cover. I don't think it's, you know, I don't think it's going to be a twenty-point game by any means. Oh no, but I think the Rams can win by seven to ten points because i do think they're going to be able to control the line of scrimmage and you know i i heard newly ou head coach brent venables talk about how what it what it takes to win a championship and i've heard many coaches that win championships but i'll tell you it starts on the line of scrimmage you can have all the flash you want everywhere on the field but if you are getting beat up front you are going to lose most times you look at the line for the Bengals and how bad it's been, and then you look at how good the defensive line has been for the Rams. I just got to go with that angle, and that's why I'm taking the Rams. Uh, I have them at minus four and a half. Unfortunately, that's went down. Uh, I could have got them at, at minus a three and a half at some books or four. But mm-hmm. I have them at four and a half, and I'm sticking with it.
1: Okay. I, I just think What
0: you say makes sense? It does. I mean – again football sometimes it it is pretty simple if you can't block the people up front you have no chance for success and that's that's what it comes down to now if they can run it and if they can protect i do think jamar chase could have a big game because i don't think the rams are great in the secondary no they're not i think they're great up front and so that's that's the whole key it's in in if you can counteract their pass rush and keep them off balance up front, you can move the ball on them. We've seen teams do it, but we've seen stationary quarterbacks with, with not much running game. Let's talk about Tampa, even San Francisco a little bit. They couldn't have a ton of success. And to me, I think the the Bengals are going to have to score high twenties to win this game. Like I, I I have like a 28, 17 type final for me. What, What are you looking at? Like, uh, what's your final score thought?
1: Yeah, I think 24, 21, something like that.
0: Yeah. And so, again, even in my opinion, if the Rams get in the mid 20s, the game's over. I just don't think the Bengals are going to be able to score enough. And i that's not even a disrespect on them. I love their skill position players. I'm a huge Joe Burrow guy. Joe Mixon and Samaj P. Ryan, folks, they went to Oklahoma. So, you know who I'm rooting for, right? Okay. Uh Jamar Chase is fantastic
1: but I would I, I will say this I would like to see the Rams win in a way I mean I'm not rooting for anybody to be honest I really am not I, this is a game I can just sit and watch and enjoy because mm-hmm. I don't have a rooting interest involved unless Joe Mixon and, and P. Reiner do something really really big but I would like to see Stafford win it because I think the guy is genuinely a good person Mm-hmm. He went through so much crap in, in Detroit. And I think it would be great if he went out and won a Super Bowl. That'd get everybody shut up about him. As long as he doesn't throw the winning touchdown to Odell Beckham Beckham, everything will be all right. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's I can't. I mean, listen, like Mark brings us up and our family's the same way, talking about a lot of people in the Saint Area, St. Louis area, myself included, are all for the Bengals' Cronky Karma. Um, the problem I guess I have with it is I never was a huge Rams fan, so I can't, I can't get into that aspect of it. <laughs> and I just, I kind of like a lot of the players besides OBJ on the Rams. Yeah. That's the other thing. I like their, I like their players. I don't know how you can't like Cooper Cup, you know, oh, what a player. And what's Matt Stafford ever done to get hate,
1: no. you know, like, no, you, yeah, that's right. That's why. Yeah. You- it's just one of, the, and 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 then you turn around and you like the guys on the Bengals too. I mean, Burrow is first class. The guy it's, is first class.
0: Yeah, and you know you, you got great players: Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, and and, and Burrow. Yeah, you. It's kind of like, yeah, I, this is going to be fun to watch. I get yeah. Rams fans from St. Louis that oh, are pissed,
1: guess. but I can't get there with it. I really can't. Well, I wasn't. I think the reason I can't get there, I wasn't a huge St. Louis Rams fan. I just I just wasn't. And I don't really know why. I mean, I, I, I liked them when uh, they were on their Super Bowl run. You know, that was an exciting team to watch. But I never was thrilled with them. So when they moved, it pissed me off because I thought it was the wrong thing to do. Yeah. Because well, they were holding the city. No, correct me if I'm wrong. They were holding the city of St. Louis ransom, I think, wanting them to build a stadium for him wasn't that the deal? Correct, yeah, and they refused to do that because they had a stadium. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe they built the stadium in the wrong place. I don't know, yeah. I think the fact that it was a dome was part of the problem, and it wasn't in a real good part of St. Louis, but it wasn't that bad. But I, I so that was the part that, that made me mad, and, and then the fact they're going to Saint, uh, LA that they don't deserve a team, so anyway, I think Mark. I,
0: yeah, I agree. And I think Mark makes a good point. He, he talks about the game. The Rams have played Kyler Murray, who played awful True. and really was awful the last six, seven games of the year. Then they played Brady, who showed his age. And like we said, it was a bad matchup. They couldn't run the ball and he can't move. And that's a bad, bad matchup for the Rams. It just is. That's why the Rams beat him twice. It's very yep. simple. It's not Stafford out dueled Brady. It's they have a their defense was a terrible matchup for the Bucks offense. Yeah. It was. And then of course Jimmy G, who is just not very good. So this is going to be the toughest quarterback they will have faced in the postseason. And it's again, stressful. I mean it all comes down. Can the Bengals establish the running game and then Burrow let, be able let to keep them, them you, off balance?
1: Let me ask you this while we're at it. What if they were playing the Chiefs? Would you feel the same? Um no, because you got a
0: quarterback who's a little bit more mobile. Um no, I wouldn't feel quite the same. I, I would it it would depend on the line. I kind of was leaning Rams to beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Um, because I do think their line would be able to to handle them. But the the line it's so, like the betting line would be so much different, it's hard for me to say. Oh, it would be, wouldn't it? I yeah. would I would think the Rams would be about a three point underdog if
1: they're playing you too. Isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. When Burrow is probably as good as Mahomes, and don't you think he would be? They would be favored. The Chiefs would because of Mahomes. Bur- Burrow had a season that was better than Mahomes. I know. Year. Yeah, and that's just the way thing. You know, is, mm-hmm. it's the Chiefs have they're always favored, and I think it's because of offense. I yeah. think that's what dri- drives those lines. A little bit. And I'm like you. I think the Rams could have beat the Chiefs. I really do. Yeah.
0: Uh Isaac says breaking news. Isaac has just joined oh, Twitter. Oh boy. Welcome to Twitter, right, Isaac. Isaac. Uh, Mark to, to elaborate uh, on the St. Louis uh, situation. He says I don't like the. I don't dislike the players at all on the Rams. Uh Cronky lied to the fans about a new stadium here for years, while the whole time wanting to move back to LA. I'm a Broncos fan. The Crocky was completely two-faced in St. Louis, so there you That's go. True. Little clarification: Jason Howell says Papa Dude has already muted Curtis Callaward Is that true? Did you have you murdered?
1: Have you murdered? Have you muted Magic already? Well, if I did, it was totally by mistake. I mean, <laughs> no, I did it. How would Jason. you know? How do you know? <laughs>
0: Jason, he has it because he doesn't know how to do that. So. Yeah, well, I could have hit something
1: by mistake.
0: <laughs> oh, all right. I have um, magic, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. What is Papa Dude's Twitter? It's at Halterman underscore Mike, correct? Yeah. Can you just type in Papa Dude? Uh, maybe, maybe not. I don't know about that. Just type uh, in my name, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. All right all right any any final thoughts you're going you're going uh Bengals, i'm going rams any and, any final and again you can't miss we're well gonna, that's true yeah we
1: were set fight. up so yeah. that's kind of why i took the <laughs> So okay well
0: that's perfect so uh as as i talk here and we transition to some college uh basketball i you can see here up on the website right now if you click on nfl free picks you got papa dude's pick and my pick up there we'll have the whole team's picks up there by the time the game gets here so make sure to check Oh, Saturday or the day of the game Sunday on this uh, web on this site right here. And it's racingdudes.com slash free NFL picks. And, and we'll have uh, picks from all the game here. So you get all of our picks before the big one starts. So it's going to be a fun uh, Sunday. It always is. Uh, you know. So we'll see what happens there. All right. Let's go college basketball. Uh, top 25 Saturday action. We'll go through that again a little quicker today since we had something else to talk about besides college basketball like last week. So, all right, let's kick it off and we'll kick it off with the team that we care about the most. OU, they got a huge win last night. We didn't even talk about this. We got a huge win over number nine Texas Tech last night in Norman. So guess what? Now your your reward is you got go to go on the road to take on number eight Kansas, who since losing to Kentucky has been pretty darn good. What do you think is going to happen in
1: Lawrence on Saturday? Well, first of all, I went against everything that I do and I my best bet of the day yesterday was Texas Tech over Oklahoma. Mhm. Because I didn't see any way the Sooners could they've been playing so bad that I and Texas Tech have been playing so well and everything Texas Tech does is our weakness and I just did not think we could beat them and then we got we just walked them. We just they look like us, and we look like them. Mm-hmm. It shows you what happens when you shoot the basketball and you make them. And that's what, <laughs> what we did last night. You know, Davis, or what's his name? Uh, I can't think of his name. The kid that hit all the threes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Gibson. Sat- yeah, Gibson sat out there and hit th- eight threes. And they, they just played very, very well last night. And, and OU, I knew they would play hard. That is one thing they do they're just short on talent, and that's going to kill them when they go into Lawrence uh, Saturday, I'm afraid. Here's what I think will happen. They'll hang around and scrap them and make Kansas look kind of bad for a while, you know, and, and in about the 10-minute mark of the second half, it'll be like 46 to 40. And then about the 4-minute mark of the second half, it'll be 61 to 42. Something like mm-hmm. Effect. And I think that's what's going to happen. So I don't give OU much of a chance at Kansas. OU, had they wanted Oklahoma State and had they beat TCU at home, I think they'd be a lock for the tournament. But I just don't see it.
0: Right now, coming into this week, they were on the last four out in Joe Lenardi's bracketology. So a win over Texas Tech probably puts them – you know, in the tournament as of right now. So we'll see it. This I'll win. I win at Kansas would, would they be yeah. a great shot. Then, they got so. a great
1: shot. That's the kind of win they got to get. Well, but they also perfect. have an
0: opportunity to beat Texas next Tuesday as well. They so do.
1: Those are two huge games. Coming still got to go to tech. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, when you, when you're in the big 12, you've always got, you know, and you're a decent team. If you could win a couple, and then beat the teams you're supposed to, you don't have to win very many games to get into the tournament Mm because that league is so tough. So they still have a shot. Yeah, you're right. If they win this one, you know, they're in, unless they don't win anything else. You got to remember, with OU, every game's tough. It doesn't matter who they're playing. It just doesn't matter. Every game's going to be close, so it's going to come down to can you make shots? Mm -hmm. And they did last night. So they did last night. Hopefully they can keep doing
0: it. They're not going to win at Kansas. Uh, I think George Washington was president the last time OU basketball won at Kansas. They have not won there very often. It's not going to happen. Buddy Heald couldn't go up there and win. Blake Griffin couldn't go up there and win. They're not winning that game.
1: They win about as much at Kansas in basketball as Kansas wins at Norman in football.
0: Yeah, never. So (laughs) – yeah. Uh, yeah, what, let's see, but that'll be a good game. That'll be a, a good game. We'll see what happens there. Uh, I do think they'll play hard, but they're going to get beat. All right. Texas A&M and Auburn. Auburn goes down. They won't be number one for long. will be their last game. Probably number one. They got beat to Arkansas, uh, in overtime, hell of a game, uh, for the Razorbacks, but Texas A&M comes calling to Auburn this weekend. I think it's a big bounce back game. I look for Auburn to dominate this one. What about you?
1: Well, I tell you what, I watched all of the Arkansas game. Did you? Mm-hmm. Were you able to watch it? Every bit of it. And I, I, I want to ask your opinion on something. I, I'm not a Bruce Pearl fan. I don't know how good a coach he is. I think he's pretty good. Did you get the impression he didn't care whether they won that game or not?
0: I, honestly, I thought he
1: coached like it.
0: He didn't. I think didn't what what you call
1: it timeouts.
0: What you call coaching, I'm not. I don't think he coached. He just kind of stood
1: over there. Well, what I'm getting at is if I was coaching Auburn, I mean, I wouldn't throw a game, like look like he, I mean, I I wouldn't want to be number one. I just wouldn't. I would not want to go into the tournament as the number one team in the country. I just wouldn't because Auburn's not in this situation very often. I'd rather be two or three. Now I don't know if he's thinking like that, but what I'm getting at, if you watch the game, Auburn got the ball at the end of regulation with, what, 16, 17 seconds left? hmm And he didn't call a timeout. And not, and and you've got this mammoth guy in the middle who is so good. Wouldn't you have called timeout and run something through him? Mm-hmm. Instead, the point guard, whatever it was, just stood out there and dribbled the time away and then fired, what, a 35-footer?
0: Yeah, it was from the logo. I mean, it was a long three.
1: It was bizarre. Didn't you yeah. think they didn't run a thing?
0: No, no, no. I thought it was really odd. And yeah. I, I, I just kind of think, I, I don't know. I, I was just watching that like in disbelief, like well, you, you're not even going to try to do anything? Why not take it to the basket? Yeah. You know, I couldn't I could I couldn't figure it and out. It was tied.
1: The game was tied. They didn't died. need a three. I couldn't believe it. Uh, yeah. And then in overtime, and here's another thing. You're on the road. You're playing a team that's playing their butts off and you got a chance to beat them at the end of regulation you don't want to go into overtime against them right you got to call a timeout then in the overtime and I don't want to take anything away from Arkansas they were great in the overtime he never called a timeout and they were they were they were thrashing around they were one-on-one they weren't running anything throwing up bricks and they still hung in there and almost won it I just thought that it was almost like, okay, let's, let's go ahead and lose this, and then we'll get going again. Now, they haven't been playing playing very good, so I think the pressure's got them a little bit. I'm with you. We're taking too long. I'm with you. Uh, I think they come back and kill Texas A&M. Yeah. So.
0: I don't love A&M anyway, so, uh, really, you know, even really falling apart. They're really yeah, they, they're not that good anyway. So, uh, breaking news, Magic says James Harden to the 76ers for Simmons. I think that's a great trade.
1: A trade for the Nets.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a very good trade for the Nets.
1: Yeah, I wish uh, Simmons could play tonight. I, I went ahead, I picked Brooklyn tonight because I'd heard the room, well, Harden wasn't going to play. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you watched him much, probably not, but Harden is a shell of himself. He's yeah. just, I think he's he's about had it. So I think, uh, of course, the Sixers had to get rid of Simmons too, right? He's mm-hmm. So that was kind of one team getting rid of one of their bad guys and flip-flopping it for the other team. So anyway, now Simmons is younger, may get new life, and may really pump some energy into the Nets.
0: They had to do something there. They yeah. are horrible right they, now. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see, Mark has a good question. Is that bad coaching or is it letting the players play?
1: It's bad coaching, Mark. Yeah. When you don't call timeout on the road, and you got a chance to win in regulation and you don't set up some sort of a play. That's bad coaching. Now, if you want to argue the point in overtime, that's different, but you got to set. Especially when you sit in there you're standing there and you're watching this guy with the ball, just dribble. Yeah. Just stand out there and dribble, you know, Even if it's eight seconds left, you got plenty of time to set up a play. Yeah, you know, that was
0: the thing. As you see that thing winding down and you are starting to see that this, they're not doing anything, you call it, you know, but honestly, there is no such thing as letting the players play. You're the head coach. It's 15 seconds. You call a timeout every single time, period. Yeah, I think you do. That's not overcoaching. That's that's called setting up your best play. You call timeout. You come out of it. And then if they still don't do anything, well, yeah, shit, you know, what are you going to do? But you have to set up a play. You just have to. It was awful. I don't think that loss is going to hurt Auburn. I don't listen, think- listen, it's college basketball. It doesn't oh, it- matter. It really doesn't matter. Now, if they lose five in a row and then instead yeah. of a one seed, they're a four yeah. seed, then that matters. But it doesn't matter. Um, all right, let's move on here. Texas and Baylor, big rivalry game. Baylor is up and down. Texas is, you know, they're they're Texas. They're they're better this year for sure. They're still not great. They go to Baylor. What do you think? Can the Longhorns pull an upset here over the Bears?
1: Be pretty impressed with both teams uh, this week. And I thought Baylor would struggle in Kansas State at Kansas State because everybody does, and they won pretty easy. I think they're going to beat Texas in this game. But I wouldn't bet a nickel on it. This is one you stay away from.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a good game. I, Baylor is just a weird team this year, so we'll yeah. see what happens. I think the Longhorns.
1: Are, They've had a lot of injuries. Right?
0: Yeah, really? I think the Longhorns keep it close.
1: Yeah. All right, Seton
0: Hall, Villanova. I've been I've watched Seton Hall a little bit this week. Uh, yeah. I, I kind of like them.
1: Villanova, they are who they are. What do you think? Any upset possibility here? You bet. The Big East is like like the Big Twelve. I mean, mm-hmm. it's dog eat dog. All these teams are good. Uh, I'll go with the home home court. I don't think Seton Hall is going to go in and beat Villanova. This is a big game for for both of them. Uh, I'll, I'll take Villanova in this one. Seton Hall, they're kind of just a team every year. It's like, yeah,
0: they're pretty good. You know, they 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 they're competitive. They can they can beat you if you have a bad night or or just if they yep. come out hot. We'll see. Speaking of teams that are hot, and this is a team nobody's really yeah. talking about. How about Rutgers? They, they won two in a row against Michigan State, Ohio State, two ranked teams. Ranked now teams. they go on the road to take on Wisconsin. Can they make it three in a row against three ranked teams in a row?
1: I tell you, I, I was shocked that they beat Michigan State the way they did. Mm-hmm. I think Michigan State was a two-point favorite going in there, and Rutgers mm-hmm. had been playing bad. And they thrilled them. They beat them by 20. And I was shocked. And then last night, uh, to win again, like they did. Now, I don't think Ohio State's that good. I wasn't quite as shocked last night. I'll say this, Ohio State blew that game. They had a a pretty sizable lead, good enough to win, and they didn't. Uh, Wisconsin's a different animal. They play the same every night. They don't really have an off night. If if they get beat, somebody just beats them. So I think the bubble will bust at uh, Madison. I think Wisconsin handles them.
0: I'll take Wisconsin. I'm very curious to see the line because if it's yeah. very many, I'm going to take Rutgers. I picked what? them uh, to, to beat Ohio State the other night and me look good. I'm I'm kind of on that Rutgers bandwagon If, something if I never they go in to. there,
1: if they go in there and beat Wisconsin, they're then 15 and nine, three straight wins over ranked teams. How are they going to deny them from the tournament if they go ahead and finish out the season the way they should? They're going to make it.
0: Absolutely, I totally agree. All right, let's move on. Houston will will host Memphis. We have kind of talked about on the show. Memphis struggling a little bit, kind of overrated. Uh, Penny Hardaway. We had a discussion on that. As a coach, he might be overrated. Houston, holy hell, blew a game. Uh, what was that? Was that last night? Yeah, that was last night. Totally blew. Was way ahead and blew a game. Now they're at home. I I mean, I think they bounce back and, and win this one pretty easily.
1: Yeah, you know, they were up like. I don't know, fifteen there once with about eight minutes to go, I think, something mm-hmm. like that, maybe a little more than that. And I can't believe I'm going to say this. I almost tweeted, "Kelvin Sampson, greatest coach I've ever seen." You know, so <laughs> yeah, you know, I, my my uh, thoughts haven't changed on that. But you don't see Kelvin's teams disintegrate like that very yeah. often. Um, uh, they might go into – and it, it kind of happened last night. They went on a stretch where they couldn't score. But they usually are tough enough on defense to hold that kind of a lead, and they didn't. Now SMU really played good, and they are good. Good team, yep. Yep. So that may be a game Houston needed too, to get beat, get snapped in, back into reality. Uh, Memphis is playing good. They're playing much better. Uh, The reporters got off Penny's ass and they're playing a lot better now. (laughs) And that'll be a tough game because Memphis has athletes. Yeah. But I would not bet against Houston coming off a loss.
0: Yeah. I think Houston gets it done. All right. Let's talk about this game because we talked about Michigan Michigan State and how they struggled against Rutgers. Now, Saturday, they're going to host Indiana, a team that also needs a win. So this would be a really good game, I think. Michigan State, Indiana, both teams kind of need a victory. And of course, Michigan State coming off the loss at, at home against Wisconsin. Can they write the ship here against the Hoosiers? They do not look
1: good at all. And, and Indiana doesn't either. No. Uh, there are two teams right now that are really fading. Indiana's one of them, and Iowa State in the Big 12 is the other one. Iowa State's in the, in the, I think they're in last place in the Big Twelve.
0: Well, let's remember with Iowa State, they weren't any
1: good at all last year. No, they no. were thirteen and zero in the in the uh, non conference, and they're three and eight in the uh, Big Twelve.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Let me check here real quick. I think they are in the in the cellar. I don't know how you're going to make the tournament if you're in the cellar. Right. For your I just think they're playing their way out of it. Yeah, they they are in. Uh, last place, so I think they're playing their way out of it. And Indiana's dropping two. Indiana right now is, I think they still have, they're seven and six, but they got tough games left. I they're not trending in the right direction. Michigan State isn't either. But I think you got to go with the Spartans in this one because they're at home, don't you? Yeah,
0: I am going to take the Spartans, but I don't think they're very good. And no, I. I don't- I would be scared to pick them in the tournament. I'm just going to start to warn people right now. But I do, think, I do think Michigan State wins. It's two teams that have lost two in a row. I think Michigan State, being at home, will give them the advantage. Uh, Florida goes to Kentucky. This probably won't be much of a game, will it?
1: Well, Florida's playing a lot better. Uh, they, now A lot of people don't, unless you watch it a lot, like I've, I've been doing, their best player was hurt for a while. And they uh, kept it together, they won a couple of games to keep that record up there to where they got a shot to make the tournament. Uh, they're pretty well coached, but when you say it won't be much of a game. I'm thinking 10 or 12. yeah. I, there.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, yeah. I don't think it'll be I don't think it'll be very close. another game that uh, I don't think it'll be close. well, I don't know. I don't Texas Tech sometimes they play mm-hmm. close games. Uh, TCU Texas Tech. You know, it'd be a huge win if TCU could get it. But Tech, coming off a loss, I think rebounds here. What do you think? Do you give the Horn Frogs any shot?
1: Uh, just simply because of the way they play, both teams—they don't score a lot of points. And if you don't score a lot of points, sometimes those games get kind of tight. I think Tech wins, but TCU's underrated. You know, they're not bad. They play. In, look at their record in the Big 12. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a winning record. How do you keep them out of the tournament? Yeah. if they continue to do that and their their overall record's good enough, this is a statement game for them. If they can win this, I think they're going to get in. Um, uh, I, I think Tech will win, but I think it'll be something like sixty-four to fifty-seven in that range. I think.
0: Yeah, I, I think it'll be a, a kind of a slugfest. But I think Texas Tech pulls away late and right. wins that game. But yeah, I mean, th- with with Texas Tech, it's always going to be low scoring and a battle. It seems like. <laughs> oh, you. So- bet. All right, we'll go to a couple of mid-majors that are ranked. Murray State, and I did not realize Murray State was 22 and two. That's unbelievable. They go on the road to take on Morehead State. Uh, what do you think about this one?
1: Well, it's a tough game. They play tonight, also uh, Missouri or Missouri Murray State does, mm-hmm. and they should win tonight. It's on the road too, but it's against Tennessee State. They're not very good. Morehead State's pretty good, so this will be a big test for them coming in there ranked. Um, uh, I don't know how well Moorhead state draws, you know, I don't know much about them, mm-hmm. but I would think, you know, they'd have a pretty good crowd for a ranked team coming in there that they have a chance to beat. So I doubt if very many ranked teams come into Moorhead state, but Murray state is very, very good. If they keep winning and let's say something happens and they get knocked off in the Ohio Valley conference championship, they got to be an at large team. Oh, yeah. And they're going to knock out one of these uh, Big Ten teams we've been talking about or any of those lesser teams in those conferences that are trying to get in. They're going to knock one of them out. So that's something to watch as we go down. Uh, I'll take Murray State because they've been very, very good to me when I bet them.
0: Magic, I almost said Magic's favorite team, Morehead State. And I knew you would come with the comments. So go Eagles, Magic says. So All right. Uh, we'll good see one. what happens there. I knew I knew he was going to do that. Um, all right, we'll move on. Uh, by the way, one of Murray State's losses came to Auburn, so they're twenty-two and two with one yeah, loss coming to Auburn. That's pretty impressive. All right, Marquette. We talked about Shaka Smart, how good of a job he's done with Marquette this year. They go on the road to take on Butler. Uh, Butler, a team that you're probably very familiar with if you follow college basketball at all over the years. They're not that good this year though; just eleven and thirteen. Marquette, like I said, number eighteen. Uh, what do you think, Marquette? Keep it going in this spot.
1: Struck, there's, I've been, I watch them a lot because they're the six o'clock game almost every time they play, and the Big East is so fun to watch. <clears throat> they're struggling. They're starting to struggle a little bit. Uh, they couldn't hold on at UConn the other night. I'm not high on UConn. That was a game I thought Marquette might cover on. Cost me a parlay too that would have paid really well. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of pissed off at them. Butler is another one of those teams. They keep the score low. If You don't shoot the ball well. You can get beat. This is one you better watch because they could come in there and lose this. They desperately need to win to get rolling again. I would be scared if I was a Marquette fan going into Butler. They're not very good. They're good enough to beat you. All right.
0: So Marquette on upset alert this week by Papa Dude. He is thinking <laughs> Butler could beat... Marquette, well, I'll have to think about that one. I haven't picked these games yet, and I'm going to think about that one very hard. Maybe the Bulldogs will show uh, up.
1: you just picking the money line, so I think I'd stay with Marquette.
0: No, no, no. I want the upset. I want Butler right. on my resume. Yes. So. All right. I think you got a shot. <laughs> Magic, also a big fan of Butler. All right, let's move on to Duke and Boston College. Uh, listen, the Eagles of Boston College, not great. Duke, pretty damn good this year. Tell me that I mean Duke's not on upset alert, right? No. Okay.
1: No, but I tell you what, they're not that they're not I, I, I can't get a feel for them. They blew a game against Virginia. Now that's another team you better watch because they get on a roll and they are so well coached. They keep the score low. If they're shooting well, they can beat you. Boston College can't. So <laughs> I think Duke wins. Now Duke plays uh Clemson. Right.
0: So, yes, tonight that, they play.
1: Yeah. So we'll, I uh, I picked Duke in that game. What who yeah. do you think's winning winning that one? They should win. Clemson's is good
0: magic magic says he's a big butler fan not huge but big for sure all right let's move on it's a, by nice. the way magic is uh filling in for jared on bleakers off that's coming up in about an hour and a, oh that
1: will be good That may be see watching if you want a wild show that one's gonna be good all yeah, right let's got a great idea okay for me okay. i gotta take a nap here in a little while so that might be what i'll do i'll flip that on there Take well, there, there you go. <laughs> yeah, That'd probably be good.
0: Uh, all right, let's move on. I, I put this comment up because Mark Mark, and I, we totally agree. I love Arizona. Yeah. He says, Arizona becoming sleeper team to win in all. Lots of size and depth. They have a lot of foreign talent on that team. They can shoot or play big. If they struggle on offense, they can win scrappy defensive games. I agree with all of it. Yeah. All leading to them going to Washington
1: this weekend. And I, I obviously, I'm taking Arizona. They're my team right now. Well, the game you better watch is the one tonight. Because Washington State's better than Washington. Correct. Here's the problem. The Arizona has Arizona has their last three games were victories over at the time number three UCLA. Mm-hmm. Uh, top 25 USC. And then they had to turn around Monday night, I think it was Monday, yep. and play their arch rival. Arizona State and Arizona State gave them a heck of a game. So they're coming off three hard earned wins and have to go to Washington State and play a 14 and 17 tonight. Now, I think they win. And I agree with everything Mark said and you've said too. I think Arizona is really good. This could be a toughie if they're not ready to play. I don't know if anybody in Pullman, Washington cares about Washington State basketball. I don't know what that crowd might be like tonight. Mm-hmm. This is a tough one for Arizona. I don't think the Washington game is, but I think the, the Washington State game tonight's the toughie.
0: You know, I think if I was in Pullman tonight with nothing to do, I'd go watch this game. So you I think
1: you have to do in Pullman.
0: Exactly what I was thinking. I think I would go watch it. It's a Thursday night and
1: Pullman, Washington, I'll now. Oh, well, you don't have that up. I just wonder what you get. You can get a ticket in Washington for $12.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's see here. I will look that up. Hold on. Stand by. I've got my other browser. This will tell us if they're interested. Um, shit, That's just that gives me the line. Hold on. Uh,
1: Arizona tonight,
0: if you wanted to know, seven-point favorite.
1: Yeah. And Arizona, seven. That's a, that's a tricky line right there. I think they win. I think they cover it, but... Oddly enough. Oh, here, $19. You can get in oh, for $19. Listen, it's big time in Pullman, Washington, if it's $19 for a basketball ticket. Yeah, so they clearly don't care. So maybe By that won't
0: way. be much of a, a game tonight. By That's the way,
1: oh you had a huge crowd in there last night. It looked like, what, about
0: 500 Yeah, and they were all Texas Tech people. So. <laughs> um, if you're interested in the Arizona-Washington State game, 8 o'clock tonight on Fox Sports 1. That'll
1: be a good game. I, I yeah. And I agree, I think Arizona is definitely a number one seed. at at this time
0: so that'll be good and then like i said this game will be on at five o'clock on the pac-12 network if you care about watching arizona and washington on saturday all right oh it's the big one maybe not so much in basketball ohio (laughs) state and michigan
1: i don't know if anybody really cares
0: uh, about basketball but ohio state undefeated or excuse me (laughs) ranks number 16 they're not undefeated they take on michigan uh who's 12 and nine. you know I think this is a spot where Michigan wins. Uh, and they're another one. They play tonight, they play Purdue. So they get yeah. Purdue and Ohio State back to back. This is it for Michigan. They gotta win these games to make the tournament, I think. What do you think? What do you think is gonna happen?
1: Well, I think Ohio State's the most overrated team of basketball. I agree. I, if they weren't Ohio State, they would not be ranked. So again, you got your AP kooks that are picking basketball games too. And I've been on them a rant that Arkansas should have been in their way before they are. uh, They're going to get in. Yeah. But anyway, um, I think a lot depends on how Michigan plays tonight. And what do you think about that one? Now they, uh, they just played Purdue about a week ago at Purdue in a six point game. Now they got them tonight at home. Their backs are against the wall. They have enough talent to beat Purdue, but I don't know what they do. So let's say they get beat to that one. Are they going to be able to get back up for this one? Because this is not football. Right. Absolutely. So I don't know how to go. I, I think I'd take Michigan in this I game. I think
0: I'm taking Michigan in this game. Um, tonight against Purdue, I don't think so. I think no, I, would... I,
1: can't, I can't pick against Purdue. I just
0: can't. No, uh, I think they're really, really good. We've talked about them a lot. I mm-hmm. I think they're. I think they're too good. So I'm going to take – Purdue tonight, and then I'm going to take Michigan
1: against Ohio State. Well, I tell you what I did on my picks, and it's total, totally hypocritical. I picked (laughs) Purdue in my like I'm doing right now. I'm doing all the top 25 games, right? Picking the spreads, so I picked them. But in the in my parlay, I did a two-team Big Ten upset parlay. I picked (laughs) I picked Michigan. Well, with the points, you yeah. picked Michigan. Well, yeah. that makes well, sense. That was the money lines. What I picked, I picked the money line. Right. Yeah. And then I went with Maryland over Iowa. Uh, the other one because that game's in Maryland. So I think let me look that one up.
0: I think I picked no, I picked Iowa in that game. Mm. Well,
1: I went with the underdog because I could get some value.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I think it'll be a good game. That one's one I I, I analyzed for. No, I did pick Maryland. That's right. I changed that one. Yeah, well, I, I did pick
1: Maryland. Maryland.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh, you can't lose if you you and I both are on Maryland tonight. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, I, you know, North Dakota State in Western Illinois. That's gonna be a hell of a game tonight too. Anyway. Yeah,
1: you
0: bet. <laughs> yeah, Vanderbilt and Tennessee. Let's get let's knock these last four out here on right, Saturday. Right. right, right. Vanderbilt, pretty good. Um, you know, for for their record, thirteen and ten, but they're a pretty good team, really. They go to Tennessee. I think Tennessee is pretty good as well. They're playing a little bit better. What do you think is going to happen in this one?
1: This should be. It's going to depend on what spread is. Tennessee's going to win. Yeah, it's going to depend on what spread is.
0: Tennessee's won three in a row. Um, they Have beaten better teams uh, yeah. in that time than Vanderbilt. So we'll see what happens. To, uh,
1: was it last night they went, or the night before they went to Mississippi State, and that was a that was a good win for them.
0: Yeah, no question. No yep. question. On the road and won. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I picked Mississippi State. So, um, yeah. Tennessee, uh, they're kind of just a tough I don't think they're a great th- Yeah. And it, perfect timing uh, for Mark. Tennessee won a scrappy road game last night. And Sarkville, they look good. Yeah. They, yep. And they are. They're just kind of scrappy. They're pretty good. All right. Speaking of teams that we kind of like, our friend, uh, what was his name? Waylon is not here today to represent Providence, but we'll talk about him anyway. Providence is now 20 and 2. They're a number 11 team in the country. They host DePaul. DePaul, you know, their big East record isn't great, but they're not a horrible team. No, they're not. Um, Providence and DePaul, what do you think about this one?
1: The Friars better be ready. You think? Paul upset somebody the other day on the road. I can't remember who it was. And then they killed Georgetown. I don't think they killed them, but they beat them last night. Georgetown's terrible. Yeah, if they're not ready, DePaul can beat you. They're not yep. a bad team. I'm taking Providence all the way. But, again, look at the line. If it's like 12, you know, 11, 12, I don't think it will be. But if it is, you better think about betting DePaul on ah. points because I don't know whether they slaughter him or not.
0: Simon chimes in and says he's taking Providence.
1: Uh, yeah, Prov- uh, DePaul beat Xavier
0: last weekend.
1: See, Xavier. That's, a, that's a really good win, and that was at Xavier. Yes. So That's a pretty good – they're not bad. I've seen them play a lot. They're the type of team, too, They stay with you. You can hang in there. They just don't have enough to beat you if you're Mm -hmm. a pretty good team. But they might be able to cover a double-digit spread if that's what it is. I think it'll be more like eight. Probably. All right.
0: Last two, uh, Saint Mary's—they are ranked. They take on Gonzaga, Gonzaga number two. They may move out to number one with a couple of wins. By the way, both these teams do play tonight as well mm-hmm. in games they are heavily, heavily favored in. So both teams will probably win tonight and set up a twenty and five versus twenty and two matchup. That's a really more all you could ask for at a West Coast Conference game. Can Saint Mary's give Gonzaga a game on Saturday?
1: No. Okay,
0: I don't think so either. I nope. think Gonzaga wins that game easily.
1: Did you see on the money line if you want to bet Gonzaga to win a hundred dollars, you'd have to put down a hundred thousand. <laughs> yes, I did see that. <laughs> Why is that for them and nobody else? Oh, because they're playing a team that's just really, know, really. There's bad. other teams that are thirty-two and a half point favorites, and they don't. You don't have to bet a hundred thousand dollars. Their lines are crazy. Well, they're just such a heavy, oh, I...
0: heavy favorite against all those teams. Now, you might know. know. But go, go ahead. Oh go ahead. You might note these two teams, St Mary's and Gonzaga will play each other again on Saturday, Saturday February 26th and that game's at St. Mary's. So if it's you're wanting lot. to bet Gonzaga with a reasonable line
1: or bet yeah. against them, February 26th is your spot. And that's probably the only one you're gonna get. So no doubt. Yeah. Uh, I would say there'll be 15 point favorites in this one probably. Mm-hmm. St. Mary's got beat the other night. Uh, I think it was Wednesday night. Uh, what is it, day? It was Tuesday night. No. Santa Clara beat them. And the uh, Santa Clara's pretty good. I think that's a rivalry, too. But anyway, uh, tonight, Gonzaga's a 32-and-a-half point favorite. I'm sorry. I got to take the other team. That's a <laughs> lot of points. <laughs> I'll, take I'll take Gonzaga. <laughs> yeah, I can see a back door coming in and maybe losing by 31. <laughs> yeah, okay, that could be. Could be. Um, all right, final game, and we're,
0: we're big. We're all UCLA Bruins Saturday at nine o'clock. The Bruins on the road, so to speak, <laughs> to take on USC. We're all Bruins. I, I'm with the Bruins. All the- Listen, both these teams are kind of struggling though to, it, they are. to be serious. Yeah. Neither one playing very well.
1: No, I don't know what kind of Home court advantage there is in these these games between these two teams. I don't know. Yeah,
0: Even probably not much.
1: No, I wouldn't think so either. I think UCLA is better, but they are struggling. USC's got some really funky losses. They've lost to Stanford twice, and it could be matchup problems. I'll take UCLA in this one. I don't know what the line is, but it's it's pretty. I don't think you better bet this one. This is a toughie, depending on what the line is. UCLA,
0: they'll win by probably 50. All right. Uh, Dan says the Zags lose one of these conference games almost every year to either St. Mary's or BYU. Yeah. I think that February 26th, St. Mary's last game of this, of the regular season. Who knows? They probably got everything locked up. That could be the one that they lose. So
1: yeah, keep yeah. an eye on it.
0: Keep an eye on it. I, I agree. I agree. All right. That's college basketball for this weekend. Um, boy, we've done it again. We've we've almost gone an hour, so we filled the time. Congratulations Thanks. to us. We've we are on. I don't on. know why you worry about that. I don't. <laughs> I know. Now we'll go over fifteen minutes. Watch this. So, um, any any final thoughts from you before we log
1: off? I have one. I any thought comments? we were gonna do Oakland. No, we're not oh. doing Oakland. <laughs> why did you tell me that? I put that on there, and I've been studying that. I studied that for an hour. I'm gonna tell you who I'm gonna pick.
0: Let's see. Oh, you did say you said Super Bowl, weekend college basketball, Oakland, and whatever.
1: Oh, I didn't even read the Oakland part. Okay. Uh, Go ahead. What are talking about? Just a second here. Mark's mentioned Wyoming again. Okay. Uh, I did watch that overtime game between Wyoming and Utah State the other night. That was a tremendous game. And by the way, Mark, I heard them analyzing. I don't know who those guys were. They were analyzing the Mountain West, and uh, they think four teams are going to get in from the mountain West. In fact, they've already, I don't, I guess it's Joe Lenardi or whoever it is that does mm-hmm. the bracket. He's got them. Oh, is he got them? nine? That's ridiculous. They should be a lot higher than number nine. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's crazy. They should be a five or six, I would think. But anyway, if they get four teams in and out of the mountain West, that's going to hurt some of these other conferences. So yeah. Uh, I'm uh, about hockey suspensions on here. You know anything about that?
0: Uh, I guess you're probably talking about Marshawn getting, um, Brad Marshawn from, uh, Boston getting suspended, uh, yeah. for a high stick on, uh, Tristan Yari, the goaltender for Pittsburgh. Yeah. He's a lot
1: goaltender, huh? That's pretty good. Are you yeah. did, was it an accident or? No, no.
0: He was, okay. Yari was trying to flip the puck up to a fan. The game was over and
1: he whacked him. <laughs> so he's a got him here. I knew he would. Uh, yeah. Well, I think if Wyoming keeps winning, they'll move up. I do, too. Yeah, I do, too. Isaac
0: wants to let us know once again that James Harden is going to the 76ers for Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first-round picks. Holy cow.
1: Why would they give up that much for that clown?
0: Wow, that's a lot.
1: It's the first-round picks I don't get. That's well, Seth Curry's pretty. He's still pretty good. I can't believe they gave up all that for James. No, there must be some salary dumps there. Or something. Well, I don't know though. They're picking That's up cards. Maybe the Nets are paying paying a lot of his salary. I don't know.
0: Wow, I, I hate that trade for the for the Sixers.
1: <laughs> it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. No, no, no. I now I, if I was I... the Nets. I'd have got rid of Kyrie Irving too. Yeah back that's gonna be that is a fascinating trade
0: it really is Jason says for some reason I care more about the second race at Yonkers tonight than a trade of two As in the NBA <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay who, who, oh, who are you
0: are you picking are you picking yeah, the I'll Razorback?
1: Say, yeah. do what are you well, talking about you the like razorback Maricola too
0: okay who you like I like coach in the coach Baricola. Baricola. Yeah, Bayakoa. uh I like coach as uh, well. pronounce it. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Okay. I like coach as well. One two in a row seems to be living up to the hype she kind of had last year where she didn't live up to it. Uh playing or playing uh, running a heck of a lot better this year. Yeah. yeah.
1: I like I like her razorback, we got. Okay, now the razorback is a cool race. Great race. Totally yeah, great. and and those are all horses we all love. Mm-hmm. Most of them. Got a sleeper in there. Okay? Okay. Now, Plainsman is the favorite. I don't... He may win. But I like Lone Rock to win this thing. I don't and know that that's a sleeper. That's not my sleeper.
0: Oh, okay. Okay, that's who you're picking. Okay, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah. yeah.
1: And the Rock. reason I do is I always go with horse. Now, I know this is a step up for him. You know, this is a $600,000 race. He doesn't usually run or win those, but my God, I didn't realize he'd won nine out of his last 11 Yeah, and finished second in the other two. Yep. I know some of these races aren't as good as this one, but you got to look at a horse that knows where that finish line is. Mm-hmm. The one I'm wondering is, is Pletcher sending yeah. a promise keeper. Why would he send that horse to Oakland if he didn't think the horse could win?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That you know that you got to kind of look at what trainers are thinking because it costs money to send a horse For I assume that horse was at Gulfstream or wherever Pletcher's at mm-hmm. you got to put him on an airplane, send him to Hot Springs Arkansas, That costs a lot of money so the owners and Pletcher think that horse could win so I'd keep an eye on him, now he's coming off a long layoff, be the only thing
0: yeah, and then, uh, I'm, very, I'm very interested in Promise Keeper and how he does in yeah. this race. Um, I, I he was a horse that was getting better last year. He he kind of he broke the maiden, looked terrible in Tampa, won a nice allowance, and then won the Peter Pan, and then went through the Derby. And the Ohio Derby drew a really tough field last year, and he got fourth. He only got beat a link. He kept got beat
1: a link. Yeah,
0: yeah, and. Probably gonna get better. He's out of a curlin dam. So, you know, curlin improved a lot as he got older. Maybe yep. Source has a little bit of that. Constitution is a sire. I, I like Promise Keeper as well. I think he's sneaky.
1: Yeah, I, I think the fact that he's that's the race he's put him in after a layoff tells you he's gotta be training very, very well. Mm-hmm. He's gotta be ready. Or he'd put him in a lesser one somewhere, wouldn't you think? Uh, I think so. I think this is to so a, a watch. Uh planesman definitely has a shot no doubt yeah you know, he would be in my top three and mark's mentioned rated our superstar he's my favorite one of them you can't count him out but this, this is this is a tough field i don't know if he's good enough
0: he has trouble as i'm looking back at him now he has trouble putting together two wins in a row that's kind of my worry. Plus, this field's a little tougher than what he faced last time out, but That's I get it. I mean, I get wanting to use him. I don't know what. Let's see what he is. He's eight to one on the morning line. Well, I mean, yeah. At that price. I
1: think he can win. I just don't think he can win this one.
0: No, yeah. I, I don't I don't think he's gonna be able to beat kind of the quote unquote new shooters in here. Um
1: amazing horse though.
0: Yeah, you know, he beat he beat like a Thomas Shelby uh last time out. Uh, yeah, I, I don't Fair think I don't think he's quite, you know, Thomas Shelley, I don't think is going to be around in this one. I think horses are better than him. Yeah, so going to have to improve. But yeah, I I like I like this horse a lot. And but he was twenty six to one when he won the fifth season. Pretty incredible.
1: That was a uh, rated R. Mm-hmm. Well, and he's just one of those horses that just runs. You know, does he ever give a bad effort? Not very often not usually and when he does it's because they've just got him way yeah he's way over his head
0: yeah he's pretty you know yeah he's he's pretty consistent um he'll he'll give you an effort saturday it's just gonna be those horses
1: a little better and the thing you know and and i i know we gotta get off here but i will we've mentioned this two or three times again some of these guys are so good at what they do, and Danny Caldwell is one of them. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget what he claimed, uh, Radar Superstar. He gave fifty thousand dollars for for him, and I remember I texted you and I said, "What is Danny doing, giving fit? Because he doesn't do that. He doesn't yeah. usually claim a horse for that much money. But he had he had what he wanted to do in mind, and he's got his money back a lot of times over since he uh, since he. Chose this horse or claim this one?
0: They're pretty good, and I say they talking about Danny Caldwell and uh, Federico Villafranco. They're pretty good with finding a horse like this, mm-hmm. and it's a little bit older and it's high
1: caliber. It's not ten thousand dollar claimer. It's in the no. middle,
0: and then elevating them to this level. So they did it with Domains yeah. Wrap as well.
1: Yeah, and they place it in the right spot. And 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 Danny runs at tracks where this horse can win.
0: Yeah. See, mm-hmm. that's the thing. They take on really tough competition here at Oakland these last couple of yeah. big stakes. But then they go to Prairie Meadows, and then they go to Remington, and the horse yeah. is the favorite, usually.
1: Yeah. Put him in a $100,000 race, mm-hmm. a stakes race somewhere, and he wins. Yeah. And, yeah, and that's what they had in mind And you know, but an incredible horse. What are you, nine now? Nine years old? Oh,
0: geez. How old is this horse now? Know, he's been around forever. He is... I think he's- he's- uh, yeah, nine years old. Nine I'm years right. old.
1: and He's in the six hundred thousand dollar Razorback.
0: back. Yeah. He has ran 57 times and has won 10 of those and to hit the board in 28 of 57 races.
1: And he has, 7 he, he's days. been in big time races. He hadn't been in little piddly things. He's been over, yeah. What, what do you call that? Aaron, when you put him in a race that he doesn't belong, he's like
0: run over his head or yeah. out of his class level. Yeah. Or, yeah.
1: I mean, how yeah. many times did did? some of these previous trainers put him in a race he couldn't win yeah yeah well he he was trained by kenny mcpeak for a while and that i mean well that's debatable right i don't know how
0: mean i want to be here but that probably a lot of his off the board finishes were because he was in spots that yeah were just stupid um so yeah he's yeah he won the essex in 2009 Nineteen made me a nice. Yes,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. What yeah. oh, was that
1: big race. race he almost won last year? Was it the Razorback? Ah, uh, it was the Essex. That was the Essex
0: last year in two thousand twenty-one. Yeah, he almost won that thing. He got beat by Silver thing. State, who
1: had won hundred in a row at the time. Absolutely and barely, just barely lost. Yeah, really close race. Anyway, he's a. That's the type of horse that, you know, I think thoroughbred horse racing needs more of that. No, for sure. You know, so many of these great champions, and we all know why. For breeding purposes, they retire way too early, and we only see them as three-year-olds, maybe Mm -hmm. four-year-olds, not very often. And that hurts horse racing, I think. But that's just the game; it's just the way it is. Because you know, you see these like these these American Pharoah, these kind of horses, and you want to see them again. You know, Mm -hmm. you're at the track, and you go, "God, I can't wait to see him till next year." You ain't gonna see him next year, so it hurts but that's that's the way that's the way horse racing is
0: and in racing we don't do a good enough job highlighting these kinds like we'll jump on a whitmore and everybody goes crazy for whitmore but no like the the national that's a weird way to put it but the big horse racing media they never talked about whitmore until they won the breeders cup like there's more races outside those exactly. four or five that everybody thinks are the most important ones. And that like a horse like this, they just, they don't get a lot of love.
1: Yeah. One, this is our segment. One more thing. <laughs> There's very few horses, seriously, that have fans, a lot of fans. Mm-hmm. And Whitmore had fans at Oakland. I mean, lots of them mm-hmm. were there to watch him run. Mm-hmm he ran so many times there and that's what horse racing needs that kind of stuff yep no doubt he, was no. the, he was their horse
0: yep no question and uh that's right uh mark says more reason why miss curling and Whitmore more types they are fine wines got better with age no doubt gun runner gun runner was definitely another one that just got better and better the yeah. no longer they kept him in trade california chrome uh honestly was another one yeah He Got better and better, so
1: yeah, those are the kind of horses I love. The the rated are superstars, yeah. They, yep, they just love to run, you know. Yep, nine years old,
0: just keep on going.
1: Yeah, they're like a Tom Brady, they just want to play, they just want to compete. And don't tell me an animal doesn't want to compete because they do. Some of them shut her down, they're done, they
0: don't want to run. Oh, yeah, and that's that goes to every level. Uh, Some of them. Don't and they tell you they don't and they quit. And yeah, they say some, <laughs> some of them they just they're ready to go out there every three weeks, they're yeah. just ready to go. I love it. So, what's that old
1: horse that Steve Hobby's got? Uh, um, Cindy, Cindy, Shindy, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Chindy, the yeah. uh,
0: the uh, stable pony,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. champion horse, right. And they they set the horse out to pasture or whatever. Retired it and the horse couldn't do it. Right. Gotta be in the barn. Gotta be there. Yep. What that horse wants to do. So they brought him back as a pony, whatever it is, whatever we call it.
0: So <sighs> uh Jason says Tacitus. No, he's not who we're talking about. Vinaroso <laughs> might might make sense, but not Tacitus. No, Jason. No. Let him go. Let him go. I think he did retire finally. Um, okay, that's it. That's all we've hey. got. Um big win by the way got my US hockey shirt on. Big big first win. They they won this morning uh over in China. They beat China actually 8 to nothing. Really
1: nice right? well, yeah. Are you talking about you talking about the men? The men. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, big win for the yeah, yeah. Canada also won. Uh and I think uh United States Canada Friday morning, I think
1: Ooh.
0: or it might be Thursday night uh the men. And then the women play tomorrow in the
1: quarterfinal games. So they don't play Canada yet, though. Aren't they in different divisions? Yeah, yeah. I
0: would say the women, it's almost a lot. Canada, the United States for the gold and the women's side of things. So Canada beat us. Uh, I mentioned that game. They beat us 4-2 to two in, the, in yeah. the preliminary rounds. So, and we outplayed them all over the place. We outplayed them for the first period. I thought the second and third, we didn't play all lot well. I just
1: saw shots for 53-27. to 27.
0: Yeah, but when you dominate a period and you're behind. Yep usually that's a bad bad sign so that's kind of of the same way in every sport so yep for sure for sure all right anything else before we leave that it i think we're good all right and look at this jason says you may be a degenerate if you had a four-team parlay in olympic men's hockey winner winner good job (laughs) you're definitely a degenerate yeah um i i watched uh denmark uh, who did they beat? It was the first game of the men's. I can't remember. Oh, Denmark beat the Czech Republic. It was Denmark's first appearance uh, in the Olympics, and they won. So. The Czech
1: Republic's usually good, too. Yeah,
0: they beat them 2-1. to one. Czech Republic dominated the game. But, uh, yeah, Denmark beat them. It was really good. Really oh, good game. Wow. So, yeah, great show. Thank you, Mark, for tuning in. And, uh, yeah, listen, thanks. we are 47 minutes away. From Magic and I, taking the air for an early edition of
1: Blinkers Off. Can you believe it? I was wondering why it was at 2 o'clock. I saw it scheduled, and I thought, what's going on? Well, uh, Jared's um,
0: very evil, very not nice ex-wife has COVID, and so
1: so
0: Jared has the kids. Yeah, he's got to
1: go get them after school and stuff. Yeah. Well, they're not in school. Oh, that's right. They're not old enough.
0: They're little, so he has them all day. I thought, the
1: oldest, I thought the oldest, oldest one might be in kindergarten or something.
0: So, you, so uh, coming up, coming up this year. Okay. So yeah, yeah. and uh, usually he just gets a bag of Doritos and dumps it on the floor and just lets them eat, and he does the show. But he figured he better not do that. No, I'm kidding. He doesn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah. So Magic and I coming up in about forty five minutes. Tune in for that. And all other right. than that, that's I'm it. I'm going to. All right, all right, all right, guys.
1: Can you do chat on that, too? Absolutely, you can do chat. Chime in. Would I know how to do it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'll tell you what we'll do. (laughs) We did this last time Magic was on, and the show lasted two hours. At the end of the, after everything, when we're done, and we'll be done in like 45 minutes, it won't be a long show. You can ask Magic any question, and he has to answer anything. Anything you want, you can ask. Okay? Okay? Yeah, maybe. So there you go. I can't going I'm
1: going to Missouri Southern tonight. So,
0: oh, who they play tonight?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to go over and watch that girl from Mount Vernon play.
0: Oh yes, yes. Our our alma mater's a women's team, very good, very good. Yeah. Lacey Stokes and then the girl from Cassville. Um, yeah. yeah, can't think of her
1: name right now. Oh, well, that's temporary plans that could change. All
0: right, yep. all right, guys. All right. Have fun. Have a good weekend. Go watch the Super Bowl. It's going to be a lot of fun. Watch college basketball as well. Good luck. All your wagers. Okay, see you later. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want to know... To line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is due to bet sports. Due to bet sports, it's
1: your favorite show. Due to bet sports, where degenerates go. Due to bet sports, time to change your approach with Aaron Halterman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated <laughs> class is full of shit.